Welcome back to Just One Question. But this is a very special episode because it's Just One Question 3.0. We have arrived at the fall of, the, of this uh, uh, post-pandemic, semi-post-pandemic year 2022. And I'm celebrating it by starting uh, a new season of Just One Question. And who better to start it with than my dear friend, Trish Kendall. She's an inspirational speaker. She helps companies create enduring client relationships and audiences everywhere to create enduring success. Welcome, Trish. How are you doing? Nick, awesome. And I'm with you. We were just saying this. Fall is my favorite. It's everyone's favorite, especially in New England. So I am embracing the fall right now. Wonderful. And speaking of the fall and and as we were saying, paradoxically, new beginnings. Um, Post-pandemic, we've been thinking a lot about the speaker business and how it's been half transformed by virtual speaking. And we are asking ourselves, is it going to go back to the old system? Is it going to end up some, as everybody imagines, some sort of hybrid? But the, underneath that, there's a real question for speakers, which is uh, always a, a matter of debate. And that is, Strangely, it's the speaking business is a place where you get an, uh, an invitation to speak. You get a customer, if you will, and then you can only speak to them once. Maybe you have to wait five years before you can talk to them again. It's crazy. It'd be like buying a new tube of toothpaste every time you wanted to brush your teeth. Who would do that? So uh, speakers often ask themselves, how can I change that dynamic? And how can I get repeat business, if you will, to put it as simply as possible? Um, and I know you've thought about that. And so I thought it'd be a lovely way to start 3.0, which is to say, post-pandemic, how can we transform the speaker business to be uh, something that looks more like um, an ongoing relationship, an enduring relationship? Well, I'll tell you, I started thinking about this more so a couple of years ago of how can I build, I, Trish Kendall, build my new business as a professional inspirational speaker. So you and I, you know, we wrote this amazing speech together. Okay, it's one thing to have a product. You need to actually have the buyer that's going to buy the product. Mm. So for me, what I was really thinking about is how can I leverage the assets that I have in a space where speaking might seem very saturated? And as I'm building my business to be the one, which I am now, on that huge stage delivering the keynote speech. Absolutely. That's awesome. I love it. And what I did leading up to that is realize that those individuals that could hire me, chief growth officers, chief sales officers, chief people officers, diversity, inclusion, and belonging councils, what they needed was somebody to come and inspire smaller groups, mm. perhaps employee resource groups, affinity groups, leadership groups, DIB councils, et cetera, you know, inspire them and reset them as they were coming back into the workforce and provide them a way to redefine success and achieve it, not just for themselves, but for those around them. So what I found is, oh my gosh, I can totally do that and I can do that great and I love it. And what would happen is that I meet with and speak to and guide a discussion with smaller groups within a company, 
that then led to another group within the company, which led to another group within the company. And all of a sudden, I've created an enduring client relationship for myself, which I'm delivering the same speech, I'm guiding the same discussion, but with different groups within their organization. So that's almost like leading, leading up to a big keynote. But then the other thing that I did, and I truly believe that this will start transforming and how the speaking business will transform is when I deliver that big keynote speech, I am then cultivating relationships with the corporate sponsors, with the board directors, uh, with the staff of the maybe nonprofit that the fundraisers for. And then I'm offering smaller, intimate workshops and discussions coming off of that keynote speech. And so all of a sudden, there's an experience that's created that isn't just one time for one big audience. It's an experience that's created in smaller, intimate moments that then cascade through the organization. And it keeps me relevant with that company. I love this because one of the nightmares of being a speaker is that fear that you blow into town, uh, you stride out into that stage, you give an awesome speech, the audience goes wild, you walk off the stage, get back in your in your Uber and get back to the airport, and within a couple of weeks, they've forgotten who the heck you are. Um, and no offense to even the greatest speakers, but yeah. um, all the research shows we don't remember a lot of the data that we hear in a speech. The ear is simply an inefficient way to gather information. And mm-hmm. um, as a result, the whole business worries about how much is the audience retaining and what's the value, the ongoing value of this. And so you've beautifully begun to crack that nut by by figuring out ways to um, add value in the small groups that can surround the keynote speech and the keynote speech that can kick off the small groups. So I love that uh, a really uh, fl- flexible and creative way to think about uh, what you're doing. Nice job. Well, Nick, you, so I'm going to pull this out really quick. When we first started working together four years, five, it must've been five years ago. Mm. One of the things that you really hammered home with me is um, getting the audience interaction. And I don't just mean verbal, but like that feeling, that emotion of that interaction. So they connect with you immediately. And for me, this has been an incredible way because, because I do this guided discussion, I'm actually getting the audience in these smaller group settings to participate Mm. in thinking about their journey. And for for the client who's hiring me that wants to see some change created amongst their teams, that's powerful because they start hearing and seeing their people questioning, thinking, thinking different or a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's uh, It's changing the audience from being passive, just sitting there, like being on your sofa watching Netflix, Uh, and receiving um, to being active. And as soon as you're active, then you start to own it and you start to transform yourself. So that's the real, the real secret of, uh, of transforming audiences. So uh, wonderful. Uh, Trish Kendall, so good to see you. So wonderful to get a chance to chat with you and thanks for kicking off 3.0. You got it. And I will see you soon. 